So the summer is here, and uh, it's Parsha Shlach Lecha. I want to discuss a important idea which has a lot of practical uh, ramifications and nafkaminas, and that is a few interesting things in tzitzis, because when it comes to the summer, it seems like one of the first things we take off is the tzitzis. It's too hot. Like, leave me alone. It's, just way, it's way too hot for tzitzis. Now, it could be, interestingly enough, there's actually a makar for that. It could be there's a real makar for uh, tzitzis to be taken off, as we'll see by Hashem. Uh, yes, you're correct. Koirach, depending on which country you're in. But for most people on the screen right now that I'm talking to, I think I'm correct in saying, and I think that's 100% correct, we have over 90% over here right now who are all from Chutzloretz who are celebrating the parsha of Shalach Be'ez Hashem. So, at the end of Shalach, we know we've got the Sugya of Tzitzis, and all of you that were Zoycha to... Uh, Tune in to the Golden Opportunity, wonderful Chazak and Project Sitsis event that I was Zoycha to be a part of. Probably heard some wonderful inyonim about, uh, about Sitsis, right? And we know that the end of the parasha discusses this Barichas, and that's the whole Makar, right? Laman Tiskru, Hashem. Incredible, no? What an incredible mitzvah. It's an incredible mitzvah. Here's the mitzvah that leads you to every other mitzvah. Can you imagine? Like, doesn't say that about about tefillin. Doesn't say that about matzah or sitting on a sukkah. Dalit minim, megillah, shayfa. No, 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 no. Tzitzis brings you to every other mitzvah. An incredible mitzvah. It's like the first thing we take off when we're hot. When we get into the house, like, oh, shvitz, we take off our tzitzis. Like, what, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> Here's the passageway. Here's the master key that gets you into all the other mitzvahs and everybody's taking it off. So, what I'd like to discuss today, tomorrow we have a different sugya in this, in, in this sugya, a couple of interesting questions that people ask and, and, and situations and scenarios that come up in Sitzis. We all know, and we're familiar probably with the Gemari Menachah stuff, Memalaf or Menalaf, that talks about that Sitzis is a Shmira, right? It's a Shmira, just like we learned Mezuzah. We just come off Mezuzah, right? There's a Hemshach to everything without even realizing, right? Mezuzah, as we learn, is a Shmira on our houses, on our rooms. It's Shomer, it guards the house. Tzitzis is a shmira for our own bodies. Says the Gemara, Kaviyochel of the Rabbi gets angry. When does he get angry? The Gemara Brochus, we just learned at Davov, is in the first three hours of the day. If you're not wearing tzitzis, Shemirachim, where's the shmira? Right, again, Gemara Menachah, Memalaf, Menalaf. So it's important for a person to have the shmira, but it's important to understand what it is. It's an important idea. I want to discuss the materials and different tzitzis that people have. You know, there are all types of tzitzis nowadays, right? You go up the street, you know, from Yeshiva, and in the corner, um, what's it called? Mishkane Tailus or something like that. Kinein Nahora. You know, you've got like these glass boxes. You must have like 25 or maybe even 35. I don't know. I never really counted. It's like a whole wall full of all different types of tzitzis, different, different mahalchim, different shitas, different... It's absolutely incredible. And most of the times, we don't even know the difference between them. We walk in, give me a pair of tzitzis, please. Which one would you like? Huh? What do you mean, which one? Just um, a pair of tzitzis, please. What's the difference? But there's so many different types. There's Obviously, there's wool and linen. And then we've got, you know, ones that are actually made of plastic. I don't know if people know this. Many of the tzitzis that some of you probably wear are made of plastic. What about uh, the net ones? You know the net ones? The ones that are, like, netted, they have holes in it? Are, are those really tzitzis? Or is it like a joke? Right, what, what are those things? Um... 
you know, there's, there's then there's the, the, the vest ones, right? You know, the vest ones where it's basically an undershirt, it's basically a vest, and they just put some tits on it, and then bang, there you go. You know, you know, it's unbelievable. We, we, everything has to be effortless. No, you don't have to put on tits, you just wear the vest and you'll be okay. Incredible. Incredible. So everything's in tzitzis. You know, and what about the idea of wearing tzitzis on your skin? I'm sure you guys have heard this somewhere in your life, right? You're not allowed to wear the tzitzis on your skin. Anybody ever heard that? Nod your heads. You did, right? Aaron, you did? Yeah? Never heard that before? Didn't make it to South Africa. Look at that. That's Gavaldi. Gitsi, what about you? You ever heard that? You must have heard that, no? Did you have a, Did you ever hear of such a thing of no tzitzis on your skin? You ever heard such a thing? Yeah, I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. Yeah, I, I have. You have. Kvaldik, beautiful. So we've got... Okay, so I, I think it's pretty... It seems to be an English thing. No, 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 no. Definitely. Danny Gobaga? Where are you? Uh, okay. Okay, we're, we're going to go through every one of it. Kinaina Hora, 482 part- participants. I can't go through everybody. Okay, let's go. So, basically... Um, I want to go through a little bit of this in It's an important idea. It's this week's parsha. Let's try to discuss it as best as we can. Let's start with the most important. We'll start from the you'll start from the top, and that is Norachim Simantes, right? Simantes. What are we going to learn? So we'll see at this. The Shulchanara comes along, and I'm not going to go through now all the shittas of Rishonim and the Rishonim and the and the Gemaras and everything else like that. Shulchanara says the only thing, right, that's going to be chayiv is really wool. Right, it's really pitched on as well. But really, tzema, tzema wool is chayiv min ha-toyra for tzitzis. Every other material is a durabonon. So the doraisa is wool. The durabonon is every other single material. So according to the Shulchan Aruch, if you want to make the mitzvah in the best possible way, meaning a doraisa, you'll put on wool tzitzis. The Ramah comes along, again, cementes, right in the beginning, no chayim. And the Ramah says, no, 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 absolutely not. For Hachi Hilchasa, we paskin, every material is a Doraisa. Okay? Now, we're not going to go through, if you look at the Mishnah Brewer over there in the beginning of Simites, he discusses what's the difference if it's a Doraisa Durabonon. What's the difference? So there are differences, Sophic Durabonon Lukula, if you have a Sophic of the Begit, it's going to be Chayev, right? For example, that's an idea. And of course, a person really wants to be Mekai the Mitzvah in the best possible way. And we paskin like this Ramah. Right, the Kitzvah the Beneshchai, the Kapachayim, Shlomo Zalman, Igris Moshe, they all bask in that way, and that's the minic of most of Kalal Yisrael, that we consider all materials to be chayv. You remember the story I once told you, probably, right? I once told you, I remember, you know, we always used to take opportunities to go down to ask the Rosh Hashiva Shailas. You know, Reb Chaim Pencha Shainberg, the God Lador, Mamash, ah, Kola Terukunis, fingertips. You know, whenever he had an opportunity, we went downstairs to his office, he didn't even have to knock, the door was open, he was inside learning, you went inside, you asked him a Shaila. So a whole group of us went down one time, I told you this once before, right? A whole group of us went one time, and uh, we asked him a Shaila, Rebbe, what should we do? Should we wear woolen citrus or linens, you know, or cotton or, you know, they have all different types. And he said, I value should wear wool, right? That's what he did. That's what he did. See it? Oh yeah. Look at that. Look at that, Rabbi Saim. Look at that mysterious nefesh. Look at that. Unbelievable. Look at this. Just, just, just like figure it out. Incredible. Incredible. Anyway, so all of them, all of them were wool, right? All of them were wool. So we asked him, what should we do? So he said, what do you mean? I've everything should be wool, right? So uh, we said, but Rebbe, it's very hot. Woolen sits is a hot. He laughed, he smiled, he said, 
Yeah, but Gehenim is much hotter than that. But anyway, I, I don't think you mean Chas Vashon. If you're not wearing wool, you're getting Gehenim, Chas Vashon. But you meant, you know, Abyssal Mesiris Nefesh. Come on! If you're the Shulchan Aruch, you're only with wool. True, there are more Chaylik, and that's how we bask it. But on Koponim, there's definitely an Indian for a person. You know, I, I found also a beautiful idea. You know, I, I like to find these things. I, I'm just one of these people. What can I do? Uh, what, what can I do? So I found a Modika Moganavom. The Moganavom wants the Taina. The reason to wear wool and tzitzis, apart from whether you're chayv or potter with wool and whatever, is because it's an Indian, says the Morgan Avram, to have the strings the same material as the beged, or vice versa. The beged should be the same material as the strings. Now, all of our strings are made of wool. I hope so. So if your strings are made of wool, the the Morgan Avram, the beged should also be the same material, which is also wool. Right? So you'll tell me, Lemaisa, we're Makel. We don't really go with that Morgan of Rome. And you're right. But all of those people out there, that when you get your Esrug, and you see a blettle on it. Hmm. Uh, I don't like it. It has a blettle. It's a Morgan of Rome that we don't even Paskin like. Oh, that Morgan of Rome you go with! And this one not? But boy say, get your priorities straight. So that's another reason. But again, Allah Maisa, any material that you put tzitzis on is 100% besedigamu. That's Ashkenazim or Kopan and Paskin that way. That is absolutely fine. In fact, it's interesting, and this I want to tell you, because I don't want to hide anything from you, that uh, the Chazanish and the Stipler did not wear wool and tzitzis. They wore wool. Alchaz Rabbeinu brings him a furish and chaylik aleph. Beautiful. He wore cotton. What's the pshat? Because the going did in Maiserav. The Vilna going wore cotton. Now, it's not so poshut why the Vilna going wore cotton, right? Because if the Shulchanan Paskas, that's the only material that's a derisive, so why did he wear cotton? So there are many reasons why someone at Taina, the Vilna going wore a talus godl all day. And the talus godl was caught was wool. So he was yaitza wearing tzitzis with wool with his talus godl. And the inner one, he was wearing cotton. Right, that's number one. Another reason why the Vilna Goyim wore cotton is he dafka wanted to show the halachas like the Ramah, and I'm going to dafka wear cotton because that's chayiv, just like, like, like wool is. He was also choshish that wool and linen, one on top of the other, could be shatnas, and therefore it's a shayla, even though we don't pass in that way because it's not connected. But anyway, there are any different reasons. But I'll call upon him. Halacha Lamaisa, he did, Chazanish did, and the stipler. And if we've been to Rabhain Kanievsky, guys, we were, it wasn't that long ago, if you remember, pre-the-corona days. We went to Reb Chaim Kanievsky. Reb Chaim Kanievsky, Shlita, was wearing cotton tzitzis, like his father, like his uncle. Right? They all wore those things. So, there's no question, 100% yaitza, and yaitza lahadrin, mahadrin, mina mahadrin. But again, there are people that want to be mahadr and get wool, because at least according to everyone, that you're for sure yaitza. Let's talk for a moment about plastic. Why am I talking about plastic? I don't think any of you guys have plastic sits in a in a simple sense that you take a plastic bag and you make it into a bag and put four corners on it and put four you know pezzatitsis on. It's not happening. No one does that. But before we get to where it's Lamaisa, it is a Gamorin Menachus that talks about a beggar of ore of leather being potter from tzitzis because it's not doing it to a regular beggar. What about plastic? So plastic, as we know, is made from all sorts of interesting materials that are not grown from the ground. And therefore the Gedolei want to say whether or not we look at it like or like skin or not. 
Now, the question over here basically is, again, like I said, nobody takes a piece of plastic and turns it into tzitzis and wears it. That will be very sweaty. That won't be gishmak. It will go all over the place. It's not going to be very, very comfortable. So it comes along the Hautzvi in Chedekal of Simetes. And the Hautzvi wants to say that the reason why or is potter from tzitzis is because it's not woven. It's a piece of or, a piece of leather. If you took a leather skin, Aaron, remember, we went to the market in Africa. And we we saw these skins over there. Can I know horror the skins, right? You took me, right? We went we went together or I went with Yura? No, it could be I went with uh, went with Sila, didn't I? Right, okay, fine. But you know what I'm talking about. You know which ones I'm talking about, right? Huge skins, you can take them, you drape them over you. You remember who was with us when we went to Mezbush? Nobody here, right? No. Show me Rachim, my boy. So you got to be Zeichem. It's a shame. We've got to go again. We went to Mezbush and can I know the skins that you can rubbish, wear these whole things? Nobody's going to take a thing of skin and make tits on it. If you did, it's going to be possible because it's not woven. It's not a beged. Only a beged is chayv in tzitzis. Whereas comes along the house and says if you took plastic and you wove it and you turned it into polyester, by the way, and you turned it into strands and you wove it into a beged, bang! Says the house a chayv in tzitzis. Right, vaday nichla b'chal beged b'chay b'tzitzis in the lashon of the hard tzvi. Rub Moshe's chaylik and chaylik base him and alok. Rub Moshe or Rachaim and chaylik base is chaylik. He says no. Even if you cut it into strands and weave it into a beged, it's not a shame beged. It's not chay b'tzitzis. However, most poskim are makele and they hold it. If you take the plastic or the polyester, which is more gay nowadays, and weave it into a beged, it's got a shame beged and it's chay b'tzitzis. As Zoy Paskin, as we mentioned, the how tzvi the tzitzeliezer Dian Fish and Evan Yisrael, Chuvus Van Hogus, Rav Shlomo and other poskim as well. Which would basically mean, right? Which would basically mean if you have the tzitzis that is made of plastic, which again, if you look at the uh, label. You will be very surprised sometimes to find that it's made from plastic, from polyester, whatever, from non-gidule karaka, right? From non-things that grow in the ground. That's basically the same idea. But once it's woven into a beggar, which it is, according to most poiskim, but my shawl's not that way, but according to most kadole poiskim, it's going to be chayed in tzitzis. Let's move on, because this is part of the same surya. The net tzitzis. Da'ilam knows what... The, Da'ilam knows what I'm talking about with the nets. Everyone, all of a sudden, everyone's screens went blank and they run to get their wool pair of tzitzis and stay there by the tzitzis chair. I can see. I can see. All right. So, the net tzitzis, by the way, are often made from plastic. They're polyester. They're not wool, right? So, we've got two problems. Obviously, we've got the plastic problem, but we spoke about that. So, according to most posts, can be okay. But one of the main problems, people don't even know this. Again, I want you to know what you're doing. If you buy one, at least you know who you're yotzer and who you're not yotzer with. So, there are two major problems with the hold tzitzis, with the net tzitzis. First of all, the, the, the you know, the shear of tzitzis, which we're not going to get to now, but the shear of tzitzis is generally, in other words, how big does the beged have to be? It has to be big enough that when you walk in the shuk with that beged, you would not be embarrassed. In other words, it would cover most of your body. Right? You wouldn't be embarrassed to walk around that way. Now, obviously, in the Mesa, we're not going to walk around that way. We're, we're B'nai Torah. We walk around with a jacket and with a hat and... Like a bentoya walks around. So therefore, we're never, it's not a gear to us. But theoretically, right, if you got stuck, you wouldn't be so bad off if you do that, right? So therefore, that would not be the case by the netsitsis, because you could see the skin, which normal person wants people to see his skin, right? And therefore, that's problem number one. Problem number two is we have a Mishnah in Kalim in Perikhas Mishnah Tess, where the Mishnah over there talks about the din of holes in a beged being mavatal din beged. In other words, when you've got that many holes in it, which is full of holes, the whole beged is one big hole piece, hole piece, this is what it all is. 
might have a, it might be mavatal shame beged, and it's mavatal shame beged, so it's not a beged. If it's not a beged, it's not chayv and sitzis, and therefore you're not yaitzah. Which is a shame, because you could be doing a mitzvah every moment you're wearing tzitzis. Remember that, right? If you're getting tzitzis, and you're learning actually, you know, wearing tzitzis that are halachically acceptable, you're getting a mitzvah every moment, every second you're wearing those tzitzis. You're sitting there listening to shit, not only you be Isaac and Torah, you've got a tzitzis on, you've got a shmira on, and you're walking around the house, you're going outside, whatever it is, you're constantly surrounded by mitzvahs. Unbelievable thing. You always chive. It's such a beautiful thing. So, that is the problem. However, most of the poiskim want to say no. Most of the poiskim, I remember discussing this with Rabbi Zul Orbach, you know, it was quite difficult, I have to admit to you, because he didn't understand what this was. Right? Rabbi Zul Orbach grew up in the house of Rabbi Shlomo Salman. He grew up in the house of Rabbi Yashiv. He knew what a pair tzitzis was. He didn't know the 2020 version of tzitzis, you know, the modern day version where everything has to be permissible and you have to find holes in it and make it as thin as possible so that you're wearing tzitzis without even realizing you're wearing tzitzis. No, he didn't know about these things. I tried to explain to him. We got there eventually. And he said, it's fine. Absolutely fine. And the reason was why? Because rave of the beged is beged. Meat of the beged is holes. I don't want to go into it now. It's a sugi mesachtas erevin. Right? Mesachtas sukkah. But the ikka mesachtas erevin. That as long as you have rave beged. So then when we got a din called lovered. What's lovered? Rabbi Yisab. You all know lovered, right? Lovered if you've got something within three tfakim of something else. Gemarin sukkah. Gemarin shabbos. Gemarin erevin. It's all over the place. It's considered to be it's connected. And therefore, those holes are considered to be all connected, and therefore, you're okay, let's move on now. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to the vest tzitzis. Okay? The vest tzitzis. And, and by the way, I'm not talking about children, because children is only shy if they're chayiv or not, whatever. So, you know, for kids, you want to be mechanech them in the easiest way. Beautiful. That's fine. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about for kids. I'm talking about for regular adults who are chayiv and sitters like everybody else. Okay? So, what about the vest sitters? The vest sitters, as we know, are basically an undershirt or a t-shirt, whatever. And they, 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 they put whole, they, they, they made slits in the side of the undershirt. Okay? So that, it's basically open. You can sort of like flap it behind and flap it in front. And they put sitters on it because it has dollar comforts, has four corners. So because of that, um, it basically is chayven sitters. Now, what's the shayla? It's very, very interesting. The, the, there is a makar for this. Shochanach and Simon Yud discusses this, Siv Zayin, that if you have clothing that's open from the sides, if it has four corners... It could be chayv and sitzis. Now, we've got a lot to discuss over here, by the way, because, uh, as Hashem, tomorrow we'll get into this. Um, your blanket on your bed, is that chayv and sitzis? Does anybody have sitzis on, on the four corners of their beds? It is looking at me like, huh? What? Am I missing something? Like everyone's scared to say no, because like maybe, uh, maybe, we're, maybe we're meant to. Guys, hello? I've been to your rooms. I never said a word about this. No, why not? It's four. It's four corners. It covers you. It gives you warmth. Ooh, good question. Never thought about that one. You know, you have those questions sometimes. Like, I never thought about that one. Yeah. Hmm. Should be. What about, for example, if you have those those big scarves, right? They they sell these big scarves. I think they sell them when we went to uh, when we went to Mehran, right? Everyone went running over there, down by the, you know, over there to buy one of these because we need a souvenir for Mehran. Just buy a Zoya Kodosh, you'll remember Rib Shimon. To go buy a scarf, I'm not exactly sure the connection. But I guess, you know, everyone has their thing. So uh, you buy these scarves, huge scarves, you wrap it around, right? Did anybody sit on those? Uh, there was one guy, who was it? There was one guy, right, who cut the corner. 
Was there anyone in Yeshiva? Now is this last year. See, I'm getting confused with this. I'm getting old. What can I do? I'm losing my mind. Let's move on. So the vest sits this. Um, if you've got clothing, says the Shulchan Aruch, that's slit on the sides. So now you've got two... By the way, your shirts. You ever wondered this? Your, your shirt that you put on. Has it got four corners? Could be. Some of them do. Okay, we'll have to talk about that. When you become a Rosh Hashiva one day, and you'll be wearing a big frack. It's got four corners, right? You've got the two front bits, and then you've got the slit at the back, which has the, the, the another two corners, right, Yitzi? No, you, you're, you're not gay yet, see, because you're never to stroll. Every, everyone's, everyone's wearing a frag. It's like, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're a rosh kolo for cholamoid kolo, you're wearing a frag. That's what my chod star is. When wearing a frag is like, you know, wow, he must be chosh if he's wearing a frag, right? So, uh, that's also Shaila of Sitsis. That's the reason why, why. That's why they round off one of the corners for that reason. So it really applies to everything. So, basically, the Yisoid is, without going into too much detail over here, and that is that if rove of the sides are slit, and a miat is attached, then we go by the roif. And therefore, that's why it's very important, if you do wear the vest, it says, a minute we'll get to the shaila of wearing on your skin, we'll talk about that. But without that shaila, when you do wear the vest, it says, and it's, and it's kosher, and it's fine, make sure that it's actually kosher, which is by making sure that the slit is roif of the side. That means there's a little bit connected but that's a small amount compared to all the thing that is disconnected, right? I think I'm making myself clear, right? Yeah, you get it? I think that's pretty clear, okay? I will tell you, however, I will tell you, that it's brought down in many poskim, the Siddha Harav, for example, brings, and I quote, Kol ish yira Hashem v'chefetz b'mitzvosov l'kai mitzvah tzitzis kol ayoyim l'divra kol tzog l'zoya shaha talas kotten patuach l'gamri mishneid stodov so the um, the Siddha Harab brings down that a Yerushalayim, anyone that loves and wants to do the mitzvahs in the proper way, should only wear a beged that is totally open from one side and then totally open, like, like our tzitzis. Right? It's totally open, you flip it over on your head, that's totally open. But if you have to put your arms in that way, put your arms in that way and slide it over, then it's kosher. But there is a mocking for a Yerushalayim to be machma over there. Again, want to be clear, kosher. As long as it's roiv slit, it's 100% kosher. And again, because we go past a roiv, and the roiv is slit, then you're okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Now, obviously, you've got another shayla, right? Wearing your tzitzis on your body. So a lot of people did grow up this way, which is really interesting because nowhere in the Gemara, I'm going to sound like one of those guys, by the way, Nowhere in Shas does it say such a Makar. Nowhere in Shulchan Aruch does it say such a thing. Not even in the Rishonim, even until the Mishnaburah. Doesn't say it. There is, however, there is, however, a Beis Yosef in Simen Ches, where he wants to be mashma from the Torah, that the Derech was to wear the Talas cotton in the times of the Rishonim, to wear a Talas cotton under all the Begodim, Sounds like on the skin, right? Under all tachas kola begodim, under all the begodim. But the Beis Yosef writes himself in the Shulchan Aruch to wear it over the begodim. I'm not going into now, but if you ever wondered why, by oh Danny, Danny's going to help us out over here. No Barapa, come on, be just just give me an issue over here that I'm saying right. Come on, Danny, you ever saw by the Hasidim when they take off their? If you ever generally it doesn't happen, right? But if you if if you go to Bells, for example, you're not allowed to do this. But if you're in a place not like that, and you take off your jacket, 
and the Hasidim don't generally do this, but if they would, Danny, you must him, right? They take off their jacket. What do they have underneath? Surprise, surprise. They have a, what we call in England, a waistcoat. You guys call it a vest. I'm not really sure why, but I guess you do. So, therefore, you ever wondered why the words in America are so, are so interestingly different to the words that we have in England? You haven't, I don't know if you ever really like, put a lot of thought into it. I, I actually, I actually, I really did actually. I don't know, maybe it was in the bathroom because the Mishaburah says you're meant to make Cheshbonis in the bathroom because otherwise you're thinking of Tosafus. So, it's interesting in the bathroom. I was thinking, well, what can I do? I was thinking of, yeah, I didn't want to, you know, was, you know. Anyway, so, um, it's, it's so interesting because like, in, in, in America, they call, they have to explain everything. You ever, you ever wonder, in America they have to explain everything? Everything has an explanation. Everything has an explanation. It's not, it's not like, you know, it's a, it's not a pavement, it's a sidewalk. No, because you have to walk there. They have to tell you to walk there. It's very important. Right? Or, it's not a bin. It's a waste paper basket. Right? It's a, it's a basket with waste paper. It's got, like, they have to explain everything in America. I don't know what the chat is. But anyway, I was like, Danny's not masking to me. Okay, fine. We'll say, we'll take your hours in a minute. Let me finish the sugar by side. But you will be masking to me. What's the chat in the vest? Or the waistcoat. What's pshat? Why do they wear the waistcoat? Ah, it's for them to put that clock. You know, the, you never saw the, the watch? You know the watch? There's a chain, a watch in there. Remember Simi? He's got one of those. We love Simi. Anyway, so um, that's not the pshat. They wear it because of this. They wear it because that the tzitzis is meant to be on top, but also underneath. It's meant to be in between. So if they would put it on top of their shirt... And then they put their jacket on. So if they take off their jacket, then it's a problem because it's above. So they wear a, a waistcoat or a vest in order to avoid that problem. But anyway, okay, Baruch Hashem. We're, Danny, I don't think we're going to have a shadow with that, right? Doesn't look like you're going to have a shadow with this one. Let's move on, Rabbi Say. Okay, so wearing it on your skin, okay? There are two reasons that you should not wear it on your skin. One of them is from a Shevet Meyehuda. Listen carefully, by the way, because this is one of the lochas that people always say, hey, no, no, you touch it on your skin. And you'll say, yeah. Where does it say that? Come on! You'll say, what do you mean? It's a Shevet Meyehuda. Really? Wow. It's pretty good. So Shevet Meyehuda brings down, the Postic says, Gedilim Tasselacha, which is basically the, the, the side of Tzitzis, and if you're Mekai in the mitzvah of Shiloh Khan, you're Zoycha to a Beged Choshev. Right? Choshev a Beged. So at Mashmah that a Ksus is a Beged Choshev. Now, you don't wear a Beged Choshev on your body. You don't do that. Uh, what do you put on your body? A sweat garment, an undershirt, a vest to absorb the sweat. You don't put your nice shirt directly on the on the body to go into a chasna dancing to be sameh chasna kala zoycha lamechamisha koyla. It's no way. You're not going to put it directly on your skin. At sitis is a beged choshev, and if it's a beged choshev, you don't put a beged choshev on your skin. Another example is the Mishnah's Yaakov. The Mishnah's Yaakov wants the taina. Another reason the beged that's made for Kabbalah zeya is potamitzitzis. That's why, by the way, an undershirt is potamitzitzis. Why? Simply because it's made to get to, get, to gather the sweat. Anything that's made to gather the sweat is not a beged, and therefore it's not not a gate. Which is why, by the way, if you remember, I don't know how many guys were with me when we went to the kaisel, which our minig is in yeshiva. On the first day of yeshiva, we go straight to the kaisel to daven, and we do kriya, the mitzvah of kriya, beautiful mitzvah, gavaldiga mitzvah. People try to get out of there. This hetter, this hetter. No, no, no. We try to do the mitzvah properly, and we do it. And a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to rip my shirt because that costs money, well, I don't want to spend money on a mitzvah, so I'll take my undershirt, right? Undershirt is potter, it's not a beged. Can't rip something that's not even considered to be a beged. Now, Lemaisa, all that being said, we have two reasons, but Reb Chaim Kanievsky has a word, he found a word in the Tosefta in Mezuzah, 
that he has its soich ian lefidat if you're allowed to wear tzitzis on your body. I'm not going to go into it at this moment of time, but lemaisa I want to be very clear. Rabbi say. Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Orbach, Chashviyid, God Lador, Kol Atarikul, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, Rabbi Zalman, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman paskins it's more to wear your tzitzis on your beget. On your straight, on your, on your goof. You can put the tzitzis straight on your skin. Mishloimah Zalma was mekel, you can halicha shloimah in tzitzis perik, uh, yudalif over there. Um, shin lamadalif, slicha. So anyway, that's what it is over there. And, um, there's a Rabchan Kenyaski says, Evsha, maybe not in that case. Maybe you shouldn't. Some want to tie them. Maybe it's only on the strings, not on the beggar itself, which is why the vest tzitzis is okay. But it could be the vest tzitzis anyway would be okay because you're, you're wearing it as a beggar, not as an undershirt. You don't want it to gather all the sweat. And therefore, if that's the case, then it's okay. I want to end with one last thing, Rabbi Say. We're about to finish. But I just want to hop in one more incredible idea, which just, people just don't know. You know, there's some things that people don't realize. Right? Again, it's not market, but it's at least a chatzela. So, for example, I don't know, I should have bought my pair of sitters here, but I, I did not. But, um, imagine, Rabbi Say, in your imagination, that this is a beggar of sitters, and here is a actual real specimen of a tzitzis. This is it, Rabbi Say, real thing. So, um, you got your tzitzis over there. Now, it's very, very important to make sure that you know where to put the tzitzis. Right? People don't know that. Where to put the tzitzis. What does that mean, where to put the tzitzis? It's very important to understand on which, di- which direction. So, without going into too much detail over here, um, if this is the tzitzis, it's folded over like this, right? You get it? Like, folded over. Here would be your head, sort of thing, right there. So, the tzitzis should not be where most people put it, right? And that is like this. Could you see what? Could you? Could you see? It's, it should not be like that. Not good. Not good. It should be like this. Let me try and get this clear. It should be coming off of the side. Al kanfe, al kanfe, big dayem. On the corners! That's on the corner. That is the corner. Now, that is mummish not good if it's diagonally like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's very hard to... Maybe tomorrow I'll bring a, a real sitsis. We'll see what I'm talking about. But it, the real way to do it is when you fold it over and it comes out like that. It comes out and it, and it sort of hangs. That's the way to do it. Okay, I said tomorrow, I want to discuss some very interesting and no gay shyness, but I want to discuss some very interesting and no gay shyness, but